Welcome to the A-Dub Club, a podcast about sci-fi, fantasy, technology, pop culture, the internet, and general nerdery. There are three things that are important to know. One, we occasionally use swear words, but try to stay in the range of PG-13, or at least the kind of R the cool parents are fine with. Two, we may talk spoilers. In this particular episode, we discuss the ethics of monetizing the relationship with your audience on Twitch, so no real spoilers per se, but... We also recorded this about a month ago, which I mentioned because since then there's been a lot of talk uh, and a lot of discussion around Twitch specifically and around prominent streamers being shitty and abusive. So we don't actually talk about any of that in this episode because, again, it was recorded before any of that came up. Uh, And finally, three, most importantly. Twitch was originally not a video game streaming site, but a general live streaming platform called Justin.tv, which, originally, originally, was just a 24-hour live stream of its founder, Justin Kahn. With that out of the way, welcome to the Clubhouse. We have snacks. Welcome to the Ada Club. My name is Andrew I'm Alex Wade. And... And the tables have turned. Now, instead of me being an hour behind you uh, when we record these, uh, yes. I'm two hours in the future. It's crazy. I'm back here in Seattle in my, uh, I guess, technically childhood house, although we moved here when I was like 10 or 11 or so. Um, living here for a bit, month or two, maybe 10 years. We'll find out. Who can say? Who can say? Uh, the future is bright and bold. Um, in our pandemic-stricken hellscape. <laughs> yes. Um, Although things actually do seem to be, uh, like, I don't want to say turning up or turning for the better, but uh, in terms of the uh, pandemic specifically, I think things are, like, starting to open up a little bit more. I, I actually went to my first uh, restaurant for the first time in, like, four months today. Because parts of yet. Snohomish are open, uh, or Snohomish Damn. County, technically. Um, it was, you know... Damn. At like half capacity, but it was uh, it was fascinating. But anyway, that's enough worrying about the pandemic for at least the length of time that we're going to do this episode. Uh, what are we actually here to talk about, Alex Wade? We're here to talk about Twitch streamers. And then I guess our, our question to frame it around is, what is your opinion on the relationship between Twitch streamers and uh, their audience? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Sticky wicket, that one. Um, it's complicated. Um, it's weird. That's my thought on it. Strange. Yeah. What What is your relationship with Twitch um, yeah. as a platform? Um. All. Uh. I mean, so I I did come up, you know, with this topic in general, and I specifically thought about it because I have I I watch Twitch a lot. Um, specifically I watch, uh, Heroes of the Storm, my video game that I played for the past like four or five years straight. And there's one streamer in particular, he's my favorite streamer and, you know, I really enjoy him and I like him. He's funny. I relate to him and whatever. Right. I specifically, I didn't give money to Twitch streamers in general because I just felt like, I don't know, it felt weird and it felt like I didn't know where to allocate my money and also felt like there's kind of this weird relationship between the streamer and the audience member, but this one streamer, he's the only streamer who I've donated money to. Um, I think I've given him probably maybe 50 to a hundred dollars or so over the course of like the four or five years that I've watched him. So like certainly, you know, dollar per, uh, 
minute watched is you know in the in the sense zone right um mm-hmm. but it just felt strange because sometimes i feel like i've donated to him and like i know he doesn't owe me anything or owe me attention but it's like it feels like i'm buying that from him in some sort of sense like if someone donates to him and he'll talk about them for a while versus like oh i felt like i got snubbed once and i was like why am i feeling this way this feels wrong it feels i don't know like i'm trying to buy his attention or something and it's i don't know it's a complicated emotion and relationship thing it's weird did you say the name of the streamer? Um, uh, his name I, is I, Marsh. I forgot. Marsh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shouts Marsh. <laughs> yeah. You're cool. Um, <laughs> I uh, yeah. I don't. I don't watch as much Twitch nowadays. I watched a little bit in prep for this topic, but um, I used to watch Twitch a lot more a couple of years back. But I I feel that too. I've sort of noticed that even for. I I don't think I've ever donated directly to a Twitch streamer. What I have, um, and I think I still do, uh, supported a couple streamers on Patreon. And there's one streamer, um, Kate Stark, um, who is great, although I haven't really watched her in like a couple of years, but I think I still support her Patreon, um, yeah. who I did the like Amazon Prime free subscription donation sure. thing um, yeah. for her. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I totally agree with what you mean on, and maybe even to a more egregious extent. I, I, what I was noticing that I did this week, it was a streamer who uh, I was on someone's channel because they were um, doing a stream with someone else that I really like. So I was watching it and I was like, oh yeah, I want to follow this channel. But I saw that they had the little like follow notifications thing. And I was like, I'm going to wait and not follow until they're off the air because I don't want them like, I don't want the thing to pop up and for them to call me out and say like, thank you for following and things like that. Yeah. So that feels kind of like money in Twitch world, for example, of like, if, if I'm subscribing to a guy, I want to be thanked. And like for my birthday, honestly, this year I, I, you know, gave Marsh a lot, a, a little bit more than I usually, I think I gave him like. Uh, $25 like that's the most I've yeah. ever given him in one go whatever and you know he, he did a little thing and he got everyone to in chat to like say my name for a little bit like oh happy birthday or whatever and it's like okay cool I don't I don't think I did it for that but like did I do it for that I don't know and it feels, how, did, how did it feel it feels when, gross. When he did that. it felt it felt gross like okay I've I've felt like super conflicted about this because I'm like I don't know if I want to uh am, like why am I doing this? Am I doing this so I can get the streamer to to say my name and to mm. to do something for me and it feels weird like I'm paying him to pay attention to me and Interesting. and like but at the same time I'm like it, it it's like if if for example I give my friend something, right? I, I'm not doing it so that I am appreciated, obviously. Yeah. But if I keep doing things for my friends and then they take it for granted and they don't appreciate me for it, like I'm going to be a little upset because it mm. feels like, oh, you you just, uh, you know, you're just kind of using me and I, I, I need that input of like, thank you for what you're doing for me. Like I, I'm, I'm not doing it so that I can get a thank you, but if I don't, consistently get thank yous then i'm going to feel used 
You know? Yeah. It just felt gross. I don't know. I don't, it's hard to describe. It's yeah. Yeah. Complicated and weird and like. I don't know. And there are also times when I like, oh, I'll give him something and I don't know if he he's he's he likes me or if like I see something on his face that like, oh no, this guy again. I'm like, am I just like making all this up? It's vying for this person's attention. And especially in comparison to like other people, like I am obviously not one of the top donators on this stream. Like there are other people, yeah. you know, who he who give him a lot, a lot of money, like thousands of dollars over the course of their entire lifetime, right? Um and those people, you know, get all their praises sang and stuff like that. And um, I don't know. It just feels weird. Part of it, like I'm being manipulated, but like also at the same time, he's doing me a service. He is providing mm -hmm. me with entertainment that I do enjoy. And like part of me kind of wishes like, oh, I kind of wish I had never started talking to him or started commenting. And I had just watched him. Like that's what oh, I did yeah. for my first two or three years was just watch him. And then I started commenting on him like now I don't know. Now it just feels weird. Like I have this uh, relationship with this person that first off is 90% concocted in my head, right? Yeah. And like is is has little basis in reality and – but it's still hard to ignore those feelings. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's very strange. I – a hundred, a hundred. So I, I, was ex <laughs> I was expecting that this – particularly given that like I don't really watch Twitch anymore, that like this could be an interesting episode where it's like, oh, we have slightly different perspectives or we're coming at things from different yeah. angles or it's like you educating me on something or blah, blah, blah. And then like literally everything, like you, <laughs> everything you just described is how I feel the same way. Um, to a lesser extent about particularly Kate Stark because um, she was sort of the one Twitch person that I was watching relatively regularly and, and again still – am subscribed to our patreon um but i think m even more so in the world of con internet content that i consume more particularly podcasts and youtube um i still feel very similar to that though with a little bit of a remove i think because i think twitch has that added layer of you're watching the thing in real time yeah whereas i still sort of feel that um so there's a podcast that uh i listened to for like six years something like that it, it just wrapped up this year called bracket great podcast super recommend it go back and listen yeah. to it um it's one of the good ones um and listened to it for a few years and then started subscribing to their patreon and then when i got my first raise in my full-time job um generally whenever i got a raise i would like go and, and either subscribe to new patreons or up my pledges on existing ones and i upped sure. to the level where they read the person's name at the end of every episode um, oh god <laughs> which the first couple times was super weird to deal with um and then actually a friend of mine who i had gotten to listen to the show like called it out and note and like texted me and was, and was like hey now you're hearing your name along these other ones um and then it totally sort of blended into the background especially because there was like a hundred more episodes after that that's like you know oh yep there's just andrew ripple is just part of the names that gets <laughs> read out it's like it's like part of the framework of the ending of every episode um but it, it was an interesting thing that's like because it, it was a pretty small podcast. So this uh, it it you know it, there was like seven to ten people that were always in that chunk of people who were giving ten bucks a month and got the name in. I it was it 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 really came up against um, I think a general thing for me is that like for how how many friends I've made on the internet and have like genuine like real lifelong strong relationships are built off the fact that like we spent a lot of time talking on Twitter together. I am very like arm's length and not wanting to be part of like internet communities, if that makes sense. Sure. 
And so this was a weird middle ground between it because like I would text or I would not text. I would like tweet at the people that were in the show or tweet at the show's account and like play in on jokes and stuff like that. And then like gave up a lot of I haven't done the math, but I think I gave a shit ton of money to that podcast over the course of several years. Um, But at the same time, it's like it felt more comfortable for me to be an audience member but an audience member that still was like supporting this thing. And, and yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's you're a very... not a part of the show though. Like you're not like he will call out my, my screen name. Right. And he'll talk to me specifically or he'll, yeah. There've been times when you know, I know I'm talking or in the chat or whatever, and he'll make, he'll make some joke and like, I'll respond and like, it'll st- spark the new conversation that yeah. I'll be having with this person. Yeah, it's like I mean, I'm also a notorious lurker. Even when I did watch Twitch, it's like I yeah. did not participate in the chats. Um, I, same thing. Also, like there's a couple Slack groups that I've been in for like conferences that I've been at or things like that. And it's like I'm I I am a lurker through and through. Um, the one kind of exa- counter example to that would be um, I did actually just because I tweeted at the podcast a lot um, over the course of like six months, eventually get to be a guest on uh, a show called Holy Swift. Great podcast. Yes. Check out episode 64 <laughs> forever and always with guest Andrew Whipple. Um, I listen to it. It's pretty good. Uh, thank you. That even felt a little bit different because it definitely came about by virtue of like, I became fr- genuine internet friends with Jessica, the host who was mostly on the, ran the, tw- ran the Twitter account and the Instagram yeah. account, um, became sort of genuine internet friends with her through the lens of her being the person running that account. The, the exact same way I would become friends with my other, other like people that I've just met on Twitter. Um, and then through that got to be a participant and part of the podcast and part of that podcast conversation and like email and, and things like that. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird, weird thing. And I, I also think like, uh, I don't know, to kind of go beyond, I guess, my, my own personal experiences of like how I interact with streamers specifically, I, I think it can start to get into like more, maybe not dangerous territory, but uh, uh, morally inscrutable. Particularly particularly because, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll just slightly interrupt. I think yeah. that you and I ha- seem to have a similar disposition in terms of, in general, how much do we want to be, how much do we want to get attention? How comfortable are we with attention? How much do we want to be part of the conversation? That like, for both of us, or I'll speak for myself, but it seems like the case for you as well, though correct me if I'm wrong, there is a little bit of a push and pull of like, it is nice to be recognized, uh, it yeah. is nice to feel like the relationship that you're making through consuming content, especially consuming conversational long form content like a Twitch stream or a podcast is like you build up this relationship with this other person and you're getting some of that reciprocated feels yeah. good. At the same time, it feels weird. And it especially feels weird to think that you might be being seen as a person who is looking for that validation and attention. Um, and so we both generally sort of shy away from it more than certainly other like neither of us are reply guys we're not going out of our way to like insert ourselves into conversations with strangers or with creators the way that clearly clearly a very large swath of the internet for better and very much for worse is does not have the same approach that we do yeah and and i mean for me also it uh it goes into like feeling manipulated like i do not like to feel manipulated at all right so like interesting yeah so so that's that's a huge part of it so if if this uh if a streamer is only going to talk to you if you give them money if 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 that that's part of the relationship right like yeah 
part of the relationship is like, oh, this is their job is to interact with you. Like they get paid more if you like them more, right? Like straight up, like if if yeah. if I am feeling super generous one day and like Marsh just made me feel really good for whatever reason or something, then like, and I give him a lot of money, then that's a directly like, oh, he got paid for doing his job better. And almost, I want to say, feels like I got suckered into doing it, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's the so hugest that is, part so, for me. Okay. So that's – okay. That's I'm very glad you said that because that is very different from my yeah. motivation to disengage because my motivation to disengage is entirely just like the same levels of social anxiety that make me have to like no. uh, rehearse in my head before I go up to like a checkout counter. It's just that same thing but internet version of like, oh, no, nobody look at me, please. No, that is definitely not me. I don't. I don't care at all about the like. Oh, maybe. Uh, oh, uh, I was going to say that in a way that sounded a lot more uh, dismissive of your very valid um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> feelings and approach. But uh, what I was going to say is, I don't feel. Yeah, I'm not concerned about the manipulation aspect. I'm just concerned about sort of more garden variety. Just like, hey, don't look at me. I want to lurk because I'm embarrassed I, to interact with humans. That's that's not so much me. I'm definitely like you know, and I I that's go to true. random clubs and dance by myself and you know start hanging out with random strangers and stuff definitely like that aspect of it but yep, that, makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense yeah <laughs> but it also feels weird also to to pay for it and like it yeah and to just yeah. like naturally like oh these people like me and want to hang out with me yeah versus like oh i'm paying this person to virtually hang out with me there is some some level of similarity then on my side with that um i i remember having the thought um so after the first year that I went to XOXO, which I may have talked about on the podcast or not, but if I haven't, great conference, yeah. weird internet people. Um, the first year that I went to it, I did meet a bunch of like podcasters and stuff like that that I had fo had followed, um, but did it through the you know the normal or the the stereotypical lens of like, oh, I'm at a meetup or an event with them, I'm gonna wait and then take my opportunity to like be able to say, hey, thanks, I like your work so much and blah blah. Perfectly great conversations coming out from it but it was very clearly the like i am here to say i'm a fan of you yeah unlike what happened also that same weekend where it would be like i'm organically sitting at a table with someone who i might be a big fan of and then we just get into a conversation about something else and then become at least acquaintances through the fact that we're just interacting with each other and that sort of after that weekend in my head I was, I was thinking like especially with regards to xoxo i don't want to anymore like wait in line to talk to a person or like i want to have the interactions where it is more two-way where it's like you want to interact with me the, to the same degree that i want to interact with you um yeah but that again that was still sort of more rooted in the fact that like oh i felt like i was awkward when i was having those out sure. and those weren't as much fun and especially given that like there have been circumstances where that happens whether it's on twitter or whether it's uh, in in place like xoxo where it's like oh you're a person who i've been a huge fan of for a long time and you're wanting to talk to me because you're a fan of something i did or you're a fan of um that's this cool. act actually happened at uh this one i might no, no, this is actually a perfectly good story because I think she'd appreciate it and also she'll never listen to it. Um, uh, it was my second year at XOXO, I think. Uh, a podcaster and a uh, used to be a journalist, now works for Microsoft, named Christina Warren, uh, host of the Rocket podcast, uh, which is a great tech podcast. Um, yeah. We were both at, at XOXO and I 
had tweeted some response to her for something or other, or maybe I tweeted something in like the hashtag that was getting repeated. Um, and then she noticed it and um, then DM'd me and said like, oh, I love your, I think at that point, oh, I tweeted something about Taylor Swift. Of course. And then my Twitter bio said like, you know, it's like literally in the top 1% of Carly Rae Jepsen fans on Spotify, which at that time was true. Um, and then she was like, oh, I love that tweet. Hey, I'm starting to watch this next thing. Hey, if you want to come hang out, cool. I was like, oh, this is wild. A person Whoa, who I've been a cool. big, person who I've been a big fan of for years is just saying like, hey, you seem like a cool person. Let's hang out. And then we hung out during that weekend a couple more times and then like uh, have continued. That's to so cool. From time to time. Uh, and it was because I was the one person at this like tech internet conference also tweeting about Taylor Swift. Uh, That's like a dream, right? Exactly. Like... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's of course that's what everyone wants you know to be respected by your idols right totally, totally, <laughs> totally. yeah but i do want to bring this i guess a yeah, bit go more out it. into more just kind of general morality of twitch of like for example there are people on the stream who have given him thousands and thousands of dollars yeah and like there was one guy who he, he just started watching the stream he happened to be named marsh san and lives on the other <laughs> side of the world and is a rich guy apparently and is like oh my god we have the same name i'm going to give you thousands and thousands of dollars um and over the course yeah. of like three months so far he's uh this thing called gifting subs which is you basically mm -hmm. make other people subscribers whatever things how twitch works right he's gifted uh at least like six or seven hundred subs right now holy shit it's, uh yeah it's five uh five dollars a sub and so that's uh what three thousand to uh, yeah, uh, thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, he's he's gifted at least that for sure. Um, Motherfucker, and it's where is where like, where is Adub Clubs on? Yeah, seriously. But it's it's just crazy. What do we have and to do to get that? <laughs> I, I I don't feel like Marsh is often the one who is like trying to necessarily manipulate people, but there are definitely other streamers who like. Um, I know Pokemane is is a huge one who who does this who is like oh if if you haven't donated to if you're a big donator of hers and you haven't donated to her in a while and you're commenting in like the subscriber only mode in chat or something she's not necessarily going to respond to you hmm. um and people who have donated more recently will, she will respond to them more so yeah and so it makes you feel like oh in order to get her attention in order to be someone who she talks to, um, I have to donate to her. Mm -hmm. And, like, that is absolutely a ploy and tactic that these people use. It's like, oh, I want these these whales, these people who are willing to shill out lots of money mm -hmm. for my attention to do that. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess how, how can you – how do you feel about that, like, yeah. morally? <laughs> like, well, it's, it's interesting. I feel this, bad. <laughs> yeah, because this is, this is the kind of thing where it's like – I, I have two thoughts or two lenses. There's the me personally, would I like that or would I gravitate towards that? Um, no. But is there me as a person, like, do I think in the grand scheme of things it's immoral? I'm kind of like, well, not really. Or rather, I don't necessarily, at least not thinking about this too deeply yet, see anything more immoral about, in effect, selling attention as opposed to like 
selling a product or selling access to the other subscriber perks or things like that. Um, it's a little yeah. odd because it's a, it's it's often from the way you're describing it and the way I'm guessing it's less explicit of like um, then the if you donate you get access to the subscriber only channel or if you donate you'll get this shout out or I'll you know explicitly yeah. do this thing for you. But I don't think just just because it's a little more um unsaid or a little more of an unspoken rule kind of thing doesn't make the fundamental sure. transactional nature more or less moral i mean i i think beyond that of of there there are times when it is uh uh more outright and it is mm-hmm. more like you like you guys should give me money because i'm giving this to you and yeah. and if you don't that makes you a bad person and like yeah calling out specific people of like oh you haven't donated to me in a while mm-hmm. and shaming people for that and i don't know i feel like manipulating these people who are probably lonely and starved for attention in some yeah. sort of ways and like i i don't know if if a moral is the right word i mean it is the word that i'm aiming for but uh i, f- I feel like it, i feel like it's like you're manipulating people to to give you money. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I disagree with that. I guess it's the, it's is that wrong. Is that wrong? And, and maybe also it's the, is that wrong in the context of, um, like, I mean, what is advertising, but manipulating people to give money for things that may not be rational or true. in their best interest. Um, yeah, it definitely is weaponized or weaponizing, I guess is the, like with all these, the word choices they use are going to color the, the vibe of the thing sure, you're saying, yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> it's, it's weaponizing that relationship, that parasocial relationship, which uh, amazingly is a term that we haven't actually done yet, said yet in talking about Twitch. Um, but, uh, weaponizing that parasocial relationship to get more money out of it, which, is it, it definitely feels kind of gross. And again, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily something that I would respond well to. But yeah. yeah, moral versus immoral, I guess it's like, to me, it feels no less immoral than a lot of other things that sort of at first blush. And if I don't think about it too hard, cough, advertising also don't seem immoral. But maybe the answer is that, yes, advertising is also manipulative and bad. Sure. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, the main reason why I uh, propose this idea for the episode is because, uh, you know, when I become a Twitch streamer, mm-hmm. well, I feel shitty about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's that definitely something yeah. I've honestly thought about doing. Um, honestly, mainly just for fun, but also, like, it'd be a cool thing to get into. And, like, but I don't want to feel like I'm, I don't know, taking money from people, you know? Like, yeah. it feels weird, especially since the whole entire premise of them getting paid is off of donations yeah. and is for the most part like like even if you're a subscriber sure you get subscriber access to subscriber only chats or you get certain emojis that you can type in chat but really that's just not like that's not a lot you're doing yeah. it to give them money like that's that's why you're doing it is to support them specifically um and specifically me I knew that uh, it would give more money to Marsh to donate directly to him as opposed to becoming a subscriber. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the first couple times, I donated him just straight up money because I was like, I don't care about being a subscriber. Like, it's it's about supporting this guy. But every time I did it, he'd be like, oh, why aren't you a subscriber, man? Like, 
like take something for yourself too. And it's like, okay, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like there's, there's this one interesting thing of like the, the inception of all of these different ways of like paying artists now, yeah. I feel like is in general for the good. And this is a part of that, but it also does come with its own nasty side to it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try and <laughs> go through this as quickly as possible um but like a couple years back i think i was talking with a friend and sort of like sparked into me spending way too much time thinking through like uh in the context of patreon in particular like how do funding models for artistic things work um kind of theory it was in the context of patreon and sort of teasing apart that i feel like there's a difference between what is the mechanism that you're using to pay um pay for creative work to pay artists um that like there's a difference between the mechanism and the motivation behind it um like why are people paying for it and thinking about those two as slightly different to me sort of made sense in particular sort of the ones that i sort of nailed down is like okay are you paying it so that you can get access to a thing or get ownership over a thing are you paying it so that the art can continue to exist um so that like the person like i'm giving this money because i want this art to keep happening um the third then the third other sort of major chunk that i thought of was like or are you paying it so you can get access to the audience and typically this would be like advertising sponsorships but like you're 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 paying because you want to get access to the audience essentially um and what was interesting about that was that like or at least the way that i was thinking about it is that you can apply those same motivations to a whole lot of different things. Like I could go buy a book. And the reason I want to buy a book is less because I want to own the book and more because I want to make sure that the author of the book can keep writing more books. True. Yeah. And, or I could use something like Patreon, which or Kickstarter or something that's like framed around, Oh, you're trying to donate. You're trying to be, you know, chair, not charitable, but like you're doing this to support the artist. But maybe the reason I'm subscribed to the Patreon is because like, I just really want to get that extra bonus episode or I want to get access to that subscriber discord or whatever. That's also interesting through this context that you were talking about, like that all these payment methods are sort of focused on like good and focused on like supporting the art. And it sounds like in your case, you very explicitly are taking this sort of like patronage donation based approach where it's the reason I'm giving money is I'm giving money because I want this person to get enough money to be able to keep doing whatever they want to do with that for sure absolutely um and maybe and like you said maybe i'm getting access to other things or i could get access to things but like i kind of don't care um and i've totally felt that exact same thing again it's more in the lens of like podcasts or youtube and more through the lens of stuff like patreon but it's like there are patreons that i've been supporting for years where technically i guess i get access to like a bonus episode or an extra email or whatever and like i've never once looked at it um because i don't care that's not why i'm doing it um, yeah. versus there are other other patreons where it's like no the reason i'm subscribing to this is because i want that extra bonus episode and so i'm willing to pay the money to get that interesting yeah and i i guess the motivation of the buyer of like to get back to that like loneliness thing of like yeah. oh is it to support this person or is it to to get attention of some kind from someone famous yeah or is it because they shamed you into doing it <laughs> yeah it's uh, I don't know if this is uh, too far a comparison or uh, – uh, I'm just going to start saying it and hope I don't mess nice. mess it all up. No, <laughs> no um, rules, just right. Yep. Uh, of the – I don't know, the concept of like prostitution and how that relates to like, okay, sure, they are performing additional acts and stuff, but 
on some level, everyone is just selling you their attention or, mm. I don't know, time, their time spent doing something, right? It's so like a lawyer yeah. is still spending their time with you. You're still buying their attention and time to go do this thing. It's like prostitution isn't technically any different, right? Mm. Like what is the entirety of, I don't know, um, prostitution's illegality based on our uh you know pur- puritanical ideals and i don't know and, and I, 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 I i think the answer to yeah. that is a pretty clear yes <laughs> yes yeah so, so you say that it's like pretty clear yes right so mm-hmm. in theory this is another conversation that i've had people people right now are always like you know support sex workers right sure. and i'm absolutely 110 percent on board with that sure like they're they have a real job they you know skills whatever they have to do get money get paid i love it great fantastic but there's not so much um necessarily support on the other end of that right it's 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 not like yeah support sex workers go pay for a prostitute right? oh yeah yeah like <laughs> that's a way how you can go and so you can go and buy the products that they're selling so to speak um that was very no that was very dehumanizing their their service <laughs> that they're giving <laughs> that was yeah yes we're we're um, uh we again can, we two continue, white guys we continue to demonize <laughs> we continue to demonize the demand side of the supply and demand uh, exactly yeah and like me myself i'm like okay is am, i i still believe that i would never go to a prostitute or a sex worker any of the terms that i do not know which one's accurate or appropriate whatever sex worker right? i think Sex is, worker is, Great. is or at least that's the that's the can do no wrong version, even if there might be other yes. um, applicable. I I do not think that I would go to a sex worker, but this conversation is like, okay, well, why not? Is isn't that a form of I don't know, bias or, or a form of like hmm. not supporting these people? Like that's just if if the the main reason why I'm I wouldn't consider doing it is because you know it's incredibly taboo by society and it's it's not something that like oh I would feel shame for doing it for like oh mm-hmm. I can't go I don't know uh, to I can't go to my local bar and try to pick up someone there or something or like all of those other possible things right. Am I yeah. making any sense or any? I think so. I think arguments? so. I mean, well. <laughs> I, I think so, but who knows? Um, we'll let the listeners decide. We've we well that in our discussions around Twitch and things like that, the especially I think I've sort of leaned on this side, and and I think you're still sort of in the middle of this. Yeah. Am I selling attention? Am I selling companionship? And is that and the ways that then I in effect market the fact that I'm selling attention and companionship? Um, is that a a yeah. moral and if if it is moral is it like still kind of icky and would i like it or not and then making this compare and contrast to another profession that has um like I, what is, I would, is my ickiness about twitch coming probably stemming from my ickiness about going to get a prostitute interesting i mean this is me dime store uh thera- <laughs> therapizing yeah. i think it's probably more i i think it's probably more that or is that a piece of it at least? What I well, what I would imagine, what I'm, I kind of see, and part of this I think would be maybe because I'm thinking about it myself. It's that like the same sort of, uh, I don't like the idea of 
paying for attention or that like this relationship is based on money. It's more that I don't like that. And that is expressed in both of these cases. Um, Plus the case of prostitution uh, and sex work also involves a gigantic amount of societal taboo as well. Um, Plus current illegality, depending on the type of sex work and all that fun stuff. Sure. Okay. That's my, that's my dime store therapy uh, version. I feel, I feel like I tiptoed around that conversation well enough without, Stepping my foot too far up my uh, ass. I think so. I think so. And <laughs> and it's great because uh, either Twitch streamers would be upset by the fact that now there's an uh, implicit comparison between Twitch streaming and sex work, um, or sex workers would be upset that the fact that wait, why would Twitch T- streamers be upset about that ex- implicit comparison? So it's great. It's an it's a no win scenario. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 good. This is where I'm sort of leaning after all of these conversations and thinking about stuff, which is surprising given in general how less free markety I feel like I tend to be, or in comparison to just like the standard American. I think I'm sort of leaning towards all this conversation that we're having sort of around the morality of of um, selling attention and the morality of monetizing interpersonal relationships and to what degree is that like built into twitch and built into to systems like patreon and things like that yeah that i sort of lean that like it kind of weirds me out and i'm kind of personally uncomfortable with it but i think i'm personally uncomfortable with it for similar reasons that i'm personally uncomfortable with a lot of interpersonal relationships namely social anxiety Uh, (laughs) and so for me i'm like i'm perfectly fine with it as a thing that exists though i think maybe there can be extreme examples that are maybe not healthy for individual people involved. However, I tend to be more of the, if I'm going to pay money, I'm going to try and pay money more anonymously, less conspicuously, and not try to get anything out of it other than additional content. Um, But that's just because I feel weird about it because of my own hangups. That's sort of where I feel like I lean. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely something that, you know, I've talked to you about with my therapist, uh, I guess former therapist now, unfortunately, um, about like my relationship with them felt like, okay, I am paying you money for your attention. And that feels a little bit weird sometimes and kind of gross. And like, I, you're like, like maybe you're just trying to manipulate me to keep me here as your patient or whatever. And like, yeah, I don't know. I clearly have some issues with this in general, but you know, yeah. (laughs) And I do think that there is like, I, I kind of asked glossed over or when I said that like, and also there can clearly be some extreme examples that are wrong or blah, blah, blah. And like, not to say that we necessarily need to get into a bunch of them, but like there is power that comes from being the person in the one to many yeah. parasocial relationship um, that, that happens between particularly internet creators and their fans. Um, and particularly, particularly if you're in sort of like these sort of new media spheres of like YouTube or, or podcasting or Twitch, um, there is also though some responsibility that goes along with it. Um, like the extreme and upsetting example of that would be a couple of years ago when uh, like the YouTube world, uh, particularly the areas of the YouTube world that were sort of um, like more, you know, Harry Potter and nerd focused and like that chunk of the world um, had had to deal with like, oh, there's a lot of these people that are absolute gross, terrible people who are like hooking up with underage fans and like pressuring underage fans into like, yeah, uh, into, into uh, sexually abusive situations. And it's like, I guess when I say I'm okay with the idea of like monetizing these sorts of relationships, that does 
I don't want to discount the fact that there is still that responsibility yeah. to like the 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 content creator oftentimes has more power than the individual fan and therefore there's a responsibility to not take advantage particularly like in those extreme examples but i guess it's hard then to say what is that you know i i generally think like slippery slope arguments are kind of like eh, i don't love them as a rhetorical device but there is some level of slippery slopiness with like what is the difference between like guilt tripping someone into paying money versus guilt tripping something into paying money and maybe going in debt and paying money they don't have versus guilt tripping yeah. someone into like uh getting in a sexually abusive situation obviously that is extremely not okay but as you get closer towards the like guilt tripping someone to pay you know two bucks um that they can afford to throw around then it's like okay at some point it does become uh an abuse of power i suppose yeah it's hard to find that line yeah especially when money is involved and yeah i don't don't even know how to define that line monetarily like yeah yeah i mean that's, that's the whole point right like is is to I don't know. It's crazy. That's that's my issue with it. if if I can't if I can't find that line, then like I don't want to touch it in general. Mm. You know, I think that's uh, fair. I think that's fair. Um, from both a uh, when you say I don't want to touch that, you mean that both from a as a person who would be like uh, a consumer and theoretically, if you were to do Twitch and were wanting to like monetize um, like yeah. monetize those relationships so that you could get the money. Yeah, mainly from monetize it because like being a consumer like the only one that's going to get hurt is me and i you know have less less care for myself than i do for hurting other people right so like yes i I do uh, theoretically you're better able to like judge your own limits yeah exactly and like i i've donated to this guy and like i i do not feel shame for anything that i've done and i'm glad that i have supported him and because i appreciate him and i think he's doing a great job etc etc um, I do not think I'm at the point where I'm spending thousands of dollars on him and going into debt so yeah. I can get him to talk with me. You know, I, I feel like I have control over that versus the other side is like, oh, I'm getting money and then I'll feel bad about it because I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And to what degree does the person that a unstable fan is a fan of have responsibility for potential instability yeah. in the fan and i feel uh, i mean part of, part hard. of me to i guess get maybe not off topic but in my own uh little dream world of like yeah. what how i would be i've always wondered like how i would be over a stream right mm-hmm. like i always pride myself on honesty and being true to myself um and uh i feel like that's something that other people you know see in me as well yeah. um it's like i don't think i feel like this is a conversation that I would be having on oh, my stream, yeah. right? Like that, I'd be like, I feel bad sometimes about taking money from you guys. And it feels, and, and but at the same time, I would feel like, oh, am I saying that to like get pity so people will get me more money? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd be Ooh, like, am I having this conversation so that I can get you guys to relate with me more so that you can give me more money? And yeah. It's a whole complicated, you know, mumbo-jumbo of things. Yeah, yeah. Well, fortunately, we don't have to worry about that with the Adam Club because no one fucking listens to this, as evidence for the fact that not we couldn't even get a single person to respond for the purposes (laughs) of torturing us 
uh, with a, a bad episode about a bad movie. Um, so I don't think it's anything <laughs> that we're going to have to worry about anytime soon. That said, yo, eight up club Twitch stream. Yeah, that could be fun. Let's do it. Um, have I to... have in the, I have in the past um, done. Uh, I think I did it like two or three times. Um, done streams of me editing the podcast. Oh, no one watches. I think I get like one or two viewers um, over the course of. I mean, yeah, since all, you don't but... post it anyway, right? Like I post do you on post I, it to your Twitter. I post on Twitter. Um, I think. Oh, I, I've okay, done cool. Before, but 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 yeah. So uh, it it yeah yeah um hey i'll i'll do that for this episode then i guess i'll commit to that that doesn't that's not helpful because no one can hear this until the episode's sure. already out <laughs> whatever i i will do it for an episode um either for this one or for the one after this one uh anything else on on twitch and the morality or anything we didn't hit um they're owned by amazon fuck twitch it's true it's true <laughs> it's not what you want it's not what you want but oh well no. say heavy. that's life Cool. If if you uh, if you feel conflicted about um, the parasocial relationships that you have with your favorite internet creators, um, the best way to solve that is by getting in touch with them, or getting in touch with people who aren't your favorite, or by getting in touch with people who aren't your favorites. Because like three of you listen, and none of you fucking tweeted to let us do the Doolittle episode. So I'm, I'm all mad. lurkers. I this is my heel turn. I'm mad at the audience now. I don't like the audience anymore. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you, that's audience. Right. That's right. Shit. This is the Adam Club season two. Andrew hates the audience. Um, <laughs> uh, in fact, I'm getting so mad when I tell you that you can listen to us wherever you find podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Um, it, it, it brings me no pleasure to tell you that you can follow us on Twitter at the AW Club. That's at T H E A W C L U B, um, or email us at the AW Club at gmail.com. That clum. Okay, that's a word that isn't a word. Uh, at uh, at gmail.com. Uh, T H E E A W C L U B at gmail dot com. Um, uh, the audience, you guys don't even deserve being able to go to the A W dot club. That's T H E A B U B dot C L U B, where you could find um, our topics guide, which includes all of the links to different things that we talk about. If you don't know where to start with the pod, but honestly, you don't even deserve to get to start with the pod because that's right. I'm it's my heel turn. I don't like the audience anymore. A W club season two. I still love you guys. It's fine. See, there we go. Now we'll have some conflict. Get up, club out. Get up, club out. Nice, we did it. I hope that recorded. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so too.